1: Today on the WCBS Morning News Roundup.
0: An EMT shot in the shoulder. The aided male brandished a firearm and fired one round from inside of the ambulance. I'm Sean Adams on Staten Island.
2: City bus drivers fed up with assaults demand better protections.
0: The grating. This is
3: disgusting.
2: I'm Marla Diamond in Upper Manhattan.
3: What should we do about the falling stock market? We'll ask Joe Connolly in just a moment.
1: Names in the news for this date range from Harry and Megan in Britain to Amy and Joe on Long Island and the rise and fall of Anthony Weiner, all ahead on our WCBS News Radio, 88 Seconds and Sound. It's Thursday. It's the 19th of May. Good morning. I'm Paul Murday. morning. I'm Wayne Cabot. Craig Allen says a wet start to the day. A little bit of drying out, but maybe another wet start moment this afternoon. We'll hear the full forecast from Craig in just a couple of minutes.
3: What happened on Staten Island last night is the very definition of senseless violence. The victim is an EMT shot in an ambulance by the man he was treating.
1: Sean Adams is at Richmond University Medical Center where that EMT is being treated for a gunshot wound. Sean, what happened in the back of that ambulance last night?
0: Well, this ambulance ride from hell last night started when two EMTs picked up an intoxicated man who was allegedly causing uh, quite a ruckus outside the Funky Monkey Lounge here on Staten Island, Commanding Officer of uh, Staten Island Detectives Mark Molinari. As they were traveling down Forest Avenue, the aided male brandished a firearm and fired one round from inside of the ambulance which struck the 25-year-old EMT in the shoulder. The ambulance driver pulled over. That's when the gun-wielding patient jumped out the back and started running. He's 37-year-old Thomas McCauley, a retired NYPD detective and a sanitation department lieutenant. They saw the commotion. They ran over. They apprehended McCauley. The wounded EMT is recovering here at the medical center. Paul, Wayne.
3: And Sean, was this suspect known to the police?
0: Uh, Once before, police encountered McCauley just on one previous occasion. Someone dialed 911 about an emotionally disturbed person. Other than that, we really don't know much about him. Uh, But police uh, do say that in addition to having a handgun, uh, McCauley had a knife and mace.
1: Sean Adams reporting from Staten Island this morning. MTA bus drivers held a rally to call attention to the almost weekly attacks on them by unruly riders. And
3: Marla Diamond is in Inwood where the drivers have had a lot to say. Such as what, Marla?
2: Yeah, driver after driver, Paul, described being beaten, spat upon, and harassed by riders. They are sitting targets simply doing their jobs.
4: This is traumatizing. This is degrading.
2: This is disgusting. Said Wilfredo Teneo, who drives the BX18, recounting an incident last June when he was randomly spat upon by a driver. Monique Rondon says she was beaten by a woman with a shoe that had a wooden heel. We're so unprotected. We have a barrier which they reach over and try to open city bus drivers are demanding better enclosures to protect them from unruly riders and police patrols on the city's most vulnerable bus routes.
1: Marla, what's the MTA saying about this?
2: Well, the chairman, Jenna Lieber, spoke about this ongoing problem yesterday, saying there have been 15,000 police patrols on buses this year. It is something that they have asked for repeatedly and finally gotten.
1: We've also got Our MTA Eagle teams who are unarmed uh, MTA employees who enforce the fair and do other kinds of quasi-police enforcement also getting on and off buses.
2: They are also seeking legislation in Albany that would change the penal code, elevating spitting from a violation to a misdemeanor. Wayne and Paul?
3: Marla Diamond this morning on That Story in Upper Manhattan.
1: Craig Allen is here with the weather day ahead. Morning, Craig. Well, I'll tell you one thing. Good morning. It is not a very dry morning anywhere. It's going to slow you down for sure. And uh, it's a light to moderate rain region-wide. There are patches of moderate to heavy rain embedded within all this, especially across uh, New Jersey east of 287 this time, east of 287, and across the city and the island itself. And um, I could say that back towards the Delaware water gap, it is starting to Slow down. It's a much lighter rain at this point. So this will be moving out of here west to east next 1 to 2 to 3 hours and some sunshine for the afternoon. High 66 to 72. Fair and mild for tonight. Near 60 and Friday mostly sunny. Starting to get warmer 75 to 80. Still looks like we've got that hot weekend in store for the area. And I'm talking about the weather. It's 53, 55 right now. Humidity
3: 96%. And our market futures this morning are lower after a punish Day for
1: stocks. So, Joe Connolly, what is there to do about the falling stock market?
4: Well, Wayne, much depends on your age, and the stock market does too. All the experts say someone in their 20s and 30s should just keep putting some money into stocks and in their 401k if they have one, even in some normally risky investments, because their time horizon is so long. Gets a little trickier for those in their 40s and 50s, doesn't it, who may have education and other costs coming up. EP Wealth Advisors says if you want to do something, it could be moving some money into less risky defensive stocks. Defensive stocks are stocks in big established companies such as Johnson & Johnson and Procter & Gamble and healthcare and consumer staples. Then... It is generally advised that those in their 60s and older should try not to sell low and consider what are value stocks. That means stocks that have fallen far below what should be their fair value. And that group of stocks seems to be increasing. Baird Investment says those who need money right now should try to tap into sources of income other than stocks if they can, possibly taking some money out of a home, Although most experts say not with a reverse mortgage. There are other ways to do that.
3: Guys? Joe Conaway this morning watching the markets and there are now four children, Joe, all under seven years of age, who are recovering from acute liver disease, apparently linked to pediatric hepatitis.
1: All these small children were tested negative for COVID at the time. First case was last fall, most recent was in February. All have survived without needing liver transplants. They're the first New Jersey cases of what has become a national concern, with 110 children sickened and hundreds more considered to be probable cases. The cause isn't known, but there may be a link to the adenovirus which can cause the common cold.
3: It's the WCBS eight hundred and eighty Morning News Roundup on a rainy Thursday.
1: On the Thursday Morning News Roundup good morning I'm Wayne Cabot and I'm Paul Bernay with your three things to know this morning. Well the alleged shooter in Buffalo makes a court appearance today as a 911 dispatcher is under scrutiny for hanging up on a terrified employee at that top supermarket in Buffalo whispering so the gunman wouldn't detect her the assistant manager says the operator yelled at her. Why are you whispering? You don't have to whisper. And then hung up. The dispatcher has been placed on administrative leave.
3: Number two, the hell of war for Ukraine's fighters in the steel plant has taken a new hellish direction, with Moscow saying it has taken more than 900 of them to a former prison colony in a Russian-controlled part of Donetsk.
1: Third thing, the government says COVID cases are up 26 percent in the U.S. in just the past week, and one person who has COVID, Eric Clapton, who's had to postpone his concerts, he got COVID. He also got the vaccines, even though he criticized them. People Magazine reports he's blaming those shots for ailments that he's now dealing with. Up
3: next, it's our WCBS News Radio, 88 seconds in sound for the 19th of May. I, Harry,
1: take you, Megan. I, Harry, take you. 2018. Meghan. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle wed. The Queen declares them Duke and Duchess of Sussex, unaware of what would soon follow. 2017, the fall of Anthony Weiner. Admitting he sent sexual material, a picture of his privates, to a minor.
2: Choking back tears, the 52-year-old former congressman said in court he had no excuse for sending sexually explicit photos and texts to the 15-year-old North Carolina girl. Weiner admitted that he encouraged her to engage in sexually explicit conduct. He said, I knew it was morally wrong and unlawful, adding that in the fall of 2016, he came to grips for the first time with his sickness and hit bottom. As part of the plea agreement, Weiner will have to register as a sex offender.
1: Today, he does talk radio as the lone liberal voice. In 2000, when I was first told that I had cancer, I thought this was going to be a much easier decision. I thought all of it was going to be easier. New York Mayor Rudy Giuliani, embroiled in personal scandal, cites prostate cancer as the reason for ending his quest for U.S. Senate to a seat won by Hillary Clinton. 1992, 16-year-old Amy Fisher, having an affair with 35-year-old Joey Botafugo, shot and wounded Botafugo's wife, Mary Jo. That attack in Massapequa earned her the tabloid title, the Long Island Lolita. Upon her release from prison, she met again with Mary Jo Barifuco for dinner in Fort Jefferson with plans in 2007 for a reality TV show that never materialized. Today, Amy Fisher is a webcam model. 1962, at Madison Square Garden. Happy birthday, Mr. President. Marilyn Monroe sang Happy Birthday to JFK for his 45th birthday and a fundraiser. The sheer dress she wore that night would sell in 1999 for one and a quarter million dollars. This is May 19th